want to pod with somebody. <laughs> I want to hear the pod with somebody. Yeah. Um, is that all right? I think that was beautiful. Yeah. How long were you sat Thanks. on that one? Because I don't um, like our <laughs> listeners. Our listeners won't know, but we have like a bit of a preamble, and um, before we hit record, and uh, that just just came out of nowhere. I wasn't ready for that. That was great. Thanks, mate. Well, you know, I I do want a pod with somebody, um, and I want some poddy to love me. Hey, hey, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, oh no, oh no, you're welcome. Um, for those who aren't in the know, hello, dear listener, by the way. Um, welcome to another shambolic start. Um, <laughs> we we use this recording software because we can't be face-to-face at the moment due to bloody corona. Um, but in in the absence of physical <clears throat> face-to-face contact, um, we have this software thing we use. All very boring, unless you're into that kind of thing, in which case it's really cool. Um, but basically, Sam, as technical director, has to send me an invite and... Every week he he seems to just invite me with the name of uh, a, a sensational singer, usually female. Mm. Um, always female. Always female. Okay, cool. Well, at least we know. At least we know the rules. Um, yeah, we've had Shania, Beyonce, um, Dolly, and yep. this week was Whitney. So yeah, I just there's probably a few I'm going to just bear with. Super professional start. I will always love you. I know that one. Greatest love is that one. Yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, turns out <laughs> she's done a few songs, hasn't she, old Whitney? Um, <laughs> quite, quite a few. Um, yeah, she's she's pretty, she, or she was pretty good at her craft, I would say. Yeah, fair enough. All the man that I need was quite good at her craft. Is she dead? Mm. What do you mean, is she dead? Oh, she, yeah, she died uh, a few years ago, didn't she, in the bathtub? In the bath. Ah, oh, it sounds really bad, but I I get my my singing divas a bit confused um so well, is I mean, tina turner still alive yes is she yes mate i think it's <laughs> uh we might both be learning here let's find out um how how are you mate by the way while i look uh, at this yeah while you do some research um yeah i'm doing really good mate i uh, it's been a good week i bought some i bought some more plants um so Spoiler. my room is I'm getting a very green thumb. Um, other than that, uh, that's pretty much been my excitement. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been alright. I, I did. I'm actually going to kind of link back to something that we mentioned last episode. Um, your live show, my friend, on Couch Comedy. I tuned in for that. I wasn't able to record it like you tried to get me to do. Um, but it was very, very good. I'm very impressed with it, mate. Thank you very much. It feels. How do you know what? Be- well, a thank you for for watching. Um, and Welcome. there are a couple, <laughs> there are a couple of my dear friends who who did listen uh, and <laughs> heckle me. Uh, it's weird; I've never been heckled from a different room in a different town. But um, luckily, you guys were there to do it. But yeah, it was it was really good fun actually. I'm I'm certainly not as afraid of the idea of virtual gigs as I was. Um, you know, hand on heart, I would much prefer to be able to gig in a live audience obviously um but yeah it was good and uh i think i think it was good to kind of get the monkey off my back in the respect of i I honestly was well we spoke before you know i was a little bit worried about it um but actually it's it's fine you know as long as you can kind of get used to the notion of potentially there being no laughter which as you know, I can uh, with no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're used to that, though, aren't you? Um, so, <laughs> well, it is. It is like being at any other gig when I started out in the world of comedy. <laughs> For those of you that haven't seen me, um, now I've been going a while. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I, in fact, one of my friends was kind enough to give me a review, and he said, "Look, you weren't as shit as I thought you would be," which was high. <laughs> High praise indeed. Um, Tina Turner, by the way, is still alive. Bless her. She's 80 now. Um, shares a birthday with with my missus. So there you go. Um, which is also the same birthday as my dog and the anniversary of when Eric Cantona signed for Man United. So you can guess where the priority of my partner is in that <laughs> ranking. That's, um, <laughs> uh, that, that's amazing. That's such clarification from you. <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah. Mm. Um, nothing if not uh, nothing if not thorough here, mate. Um, also, <laughs> just on the subject of her birthday, she absolutely hates it because I always get her a Moonpig card uh, saying happy birthday, Eric, and then in, in brackets underneath, and you. Um, <laughs> and, and that's why things are going great. So I've been finding drummers on, I don't think you've used it. Well, I know you haven't used it. TikTok. I've been finding drummers on TikTok and they, cool. you can do this thing on TikTok where you duet with them. And basically, mm. so they, they lay a beat down and then like hundreds of people will just come up with riffs um, to, to their drum beat. So I've been doing that for the last like week and it's been so much fun. Nice. Um, and, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll maybe I'll try and send one of them over to you because um, it is it's a good laugh. Well, you've you've got the potential <clears throat> being technical director. You could you could play the audio of that on the podcast, surely. Mm, potentially, yeah, buddy. Um, I think you should, man. I think you should. I think um, I a would love to see it, and b I've I've been getting a little bit musical myself, and uh, so it's Ooh, very good to hear. Well, I've I've played guitar every day for the last four days. Um, basically, really inspired by this episode. You know, I think uh, we've we had a really really good chat with Sam, which you'll come on to in a minute, and the other Sam. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't resist. But what's really funny is that there is a slight lag on our um, video call, so I kind of made that quip, and then uh, I saw your face go a little bit sad. Um, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we we had a really really good chat with with Sam, and I think that uh, it, he he was quite an inspirational guy. And yeah, so I've I've picked up my guitar, I've tuned my guitar. Uh, there is a very very thick layer of dust on the guitar. I'm not going to lie; um, it's pretty grim, or was pretty grim. I've cleaned it up a little bit, but yeah, I can play um, A, E, and D chords. And that's impressive thanks man yeah um and i know the difference between them as well so i'm i'm getting there i'm loving it i'm gonna play 100 percent. i'm gonna play every day might only be 10 minutes but i'm gonna play 10 minutes every day and just see what happens if you add i think if memory serves me right a c and a g to what you can already mm-hmm. do you'll be able to play hey ya by outcast okay nice um, don't know if you want to but it's uh it's a good one to help you move your from one chord to another that song okay well that this is it i mean there's loads of songs that i would like to be able to play and um i guess what i need to know is what relatively simple ones um if you're if you're a guitar player and you're a listener to this podcast do let me know do get in touch with some some songs that i could and should learn because I really, 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 it doesn't feel like, I mean, it's a long way away, but it doesn't feel impossible now that I could learn a song and and therefore sing a song, you know, we'll I, see how it goes. I agree. Better yet, if you if you do have the time, you know, because we're not at work, um, then let, let Fitz know or give him this stuff, but maybe try and do a video, um, like a tutorial video. Just keep it like three minutes and just, yeah, send him a little video of uh, what he should be playing and how to do it absolutely send it send it my way i mean we you know i i had a bit of a musical day uh a couple of weeks ago where i i basically played a little bit of uh, keyboard which was really good fun and um posted it on the commusician page <laughs> yes, uh, there was a little bit of swearing for which i apologize but um but yeah it was it was necessary um and yeah now now i'm really kind of i'm just i'm bloody loving it if i'm honest mate and um chatting to you and chatting to sam has has inspired me my you're my my sam squared you're my sam inspiration <laughs> very good well that's uh, it kind of leads us on really nicely to talk about what we're doing here today um so i started learning piano uh during lockdown and kind of found tiktok and have also subsequently found myself in lots of tiktok holes um for those of you that don't know tiktok <laughs> tiktok is like kind of a little bit of vine a little bit of video instagram kind of that all smushed into one uh, it's really really good and there's some really cool things on there it's also a lot of crap so you need to filter it through um but one of the things that i found on there was this guy called sam cracknell um now he is a master master piano player and he does these like 30 second lessons 
and my god these lessons are phenomenal so he'll do them from all sorts of things from like the office theme tune to uh like a thousand miles and you, you kind of you you learn how to play it you know within 30 seconds and you just practice what he's taught you again and again and again and they were fantastic and i you know i've been watching them for ages trying to do a few of them um uh, you know subscribe to him and just love every video that he posts and i thought to myself one day you know what wouldn't it be sick if we could get sam on because he is he's a like he's a proper musician he's not just a bass player like he is a proper musician <laughs> and i i wanted to get him on um so i sent him a message and uh hey lo and behold we've got an episode here because he d- agreed to do it um and what a nice guy he is. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, mate. You know, he was he was a lovely guy, clearly very talented and happy to share. And I think the whole the whole use of TikTok as a platform to help other people, what a lovely thing to do. And it was a really fascinating um, conversation. His as as we find out in the pod, his kind of um, stature and TikTok fame, if you like, is massively growing and and with good reason i i really enjoyed it and i i think it will translate into hopefully quite an interesting chat yeah i absolutely agree and if you kind of listening to this and you're thinking to yourself well i want to know what this guy's about um i'm just gonna plug it first so you can listen to it and then kind of go back um check out his song uh time of my life you can find it pretty much everywhere um and yeah it's his single that is out now and it's, it's an absolute summer banger so you'll love it um but yeah check it out and uh then come listen to what he's got to say damn straight and uh we'll see you on the other side as always so stick around uh for our outro but for now mr turner why don't you do the honors and introduce our guest ladies and gentlemen sam cracknell so i'm stuck at home because i'm one of those vulnerable people um for 12 weeks i was just like right i'm coming out with a new skill um, and and I decided that piano was was it. Um, All right, cool. regre- I regret it. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. Um, but yeah, I was scrolling through TikTok and found you, followed you, and now have tried to play the Office theme about a thousand times. Um, I'm probably a quarter of your views on that one video. I would have thought. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, um, thank you very much. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I found you on that and and then kind of looked into more of, of kind of what you've been doing and, you know, things like your songs and stuff like that that we'll talk about. Um, but first and foremost, TikTok, how how has that, that got to that level? Because I mean, some of your videos, you've got you've got nearly a million views on, on certain yeah. videos. That's, that's mad. Yeah, it's kind of nuts for me as well, man. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can't I think I started doing it in pro- probably like November last year. So really not that long ago um but i i don't know i i started i started doing it because i was pretty bored i was like you know what instagram's pretty saturated too many musicians on there so i'll uh, try and corner this market a little bit on tiktok and it <laughs> it just just kind of took off but to be honest it was just a uh, it was just fun at first doing like covers and things and then i was like you know what there's probably a market here for some like piano tuition stuff because people aren't really doing that so I don't know. To be honest, I expected like some people to enjoy it, but I really did not think it would get to the level that it's at now, where it's like I've got a pretty reasonable following. <laughs> I thought, reasonable, mate, reasonable. reasonable, yeah, it's insane. So, can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna go right back to basics, if that's okay. You'll have to excuse Absolutely. me, Sam. Well, Sam's. I've just realised there's two Sams. I'm outnumbered, but um, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook now. TikTok. Probably for me and some of my other listeners, it's not just because I'm an old fuck, but um, can you talk to me a little bit about TikTok? What's TikTok all about without wishing to sound like a proper granddad? <laughs> uh, all right, but I guess it's like, it's kind of like what Vine used to be. So it's like short form video, like very okay. short. Like you can either upload, well, I mean, it gives you like preset formats of like 15 seconds or 60 seconds. Uh, you upload that and then that's just the kind of format that your videos come in. So it's not like Instagram now where you can have like IGTV where you get much longer videos. It's all really short form. Okay. But, yeah, but I think the main the main thing about the app is that it's video discovery. So on, um, mm. on Instagram, for example, your feed is going to be full of people that you follow. And then you could search something up like a hashtag and then go through like that kind of explore page. Right, yeah. Whereas on TikTok, like straight away, before you even make an account or anything, you're you're being shown these random videos. 
Wow. Okay. So it's like I think I think that really adds to like the the sort of uh, the stigma that it's got, where it's just for people with super short attention spans, because it's like you just see something <laughs> and then you scroll, and it's like because some of my some of my videos, like the less successful ones, you can see your analytics in the back end. Mm. So I can see my average watch time, and some of them it's like like five seconds. Wow! So you've really got to kind of get them in quick. Yeah, you? yeah. So that's that's why I'm I'm in really fast. Like I do my little introduction at the start of the videos, and then it's straight into the into the whatever the song is I'm teaching. The content, yeah. yeah, it's so good. And I tell you what, you're. I'm just gonna hold my hat off to you because your lessons they are fantastic. Like I was, so I'm. I've been using um, GarageBand to try and learn oh, nice. the keyboard because they've got the lessons in that. Mm-hmm. And as brilliant as it is, you just lose faith. There's only so many times you can play Ode to Joy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of go, I go on TikTok and look at yours and then, you know, within 10, 15 minutes, I can, you know, start playing Thousand Miles or something like that. And it's, yeah. it's really, really good fun. So it just breaks it down so nicely. So I think I, I, you said you talk about kind of cornering the market. I think you've nailed it. I mean, you've got nearly, what is it now? Like nearly 30,000 followers. Yeah. I mean, we're getting up there. I think it's like up at 27. <laughs> something. It's, oh, it's nuts. Like, I mean, a, a month ago, uh, like, I think, yeah, like a month or two ago, I, I mean, to be honest, I, I've kind of lost track of time. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what a week is anymore. We, we all have, yeah. mate. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. don't worry so, about that. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, kind of nearer the start of the year. Uh, I mean, the start of quarantine for sure. I I just kind of started doing these lessons, and I think I think I maybe had like a thousand, two thousand followers. And wow. Yeah, and then I did I did this one lesson on. Uh, what is it like if the world was ending yes that's then, right. yeah. i don't i remember looking at my i just put my phone down for like two minutes then went back to it and then it's like just like a sort of plethora of nuts tiktok notifications yeah <laughs> so yeah that was that was really really crazy and that was sort of where it took off amazing that's amazing so yeah, c- yeah. C- can i ask him can i ask a question so um clearly you're you're very musical is that something that you've you've always had has music kind of been obviously obviously it's a part of your life i guess but have you always been for want of a better word like musically kind of talented uh, well i started uh, i started piano lessons when i was really young i think i was i think i was around four Oh, wow. when, I start, when I started playing the piano, and then my, my dad, my dad used to manage a um, a recording studio in the uh, in the west coast of Scotland. So amazing, yeah. So he he had all this gear. Like the studio closed down when I was pretty young, and then he just got all this gear. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty sweet. So I got yeah, these, right. I've got these nice like speakers, courtesy of this like now redundant uh, <laughs> recording studio. <laughs> so I never had to buy that stuff, which is quite nice. But um, but yeah, I suppose like my dad was really keen for me and my, my brother as well, who's really uh, musical. He wanted to get us both in, in really early so that it was like a big part of our lives. And I, I'm really fortunate. I'm really fortunate that that happened. So I guess it's always been a, been a part of my life. I was, I was talking to someone about this recently, actually. And uh, mm. like, I can't, I can't really remember not being able to play the piano. That's amazing. Which, That's so cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, it's strange though. It's, it's a really strange thing because it's like, I just I can't really imagine what what it would be like to not have that in my life because it's and that that's why I'm so that's why I'm kind of making these these videos on TikTok because it's it's just such a cool enriching part of my life and it's I kind of want to share that without sounding like a like a dweeb you know <laughs> no <laughs> I, I think nice it's stuff. amazing mate and I think yeah. uh, I, so I, I I we both live down in Devon now so flipping oh, miles nice. away but I I used to live in Bath, which again is a beautiful place. But mm. I remember once walking through the um, like shopping centre, this big outdoor kind of shopping centre, and there was just a piano there and it, it just a little notice that said, play if you want. And I just remember thinking, God, I wish I could do that. And I literally waited until someone came along who could play. And it was brilliant. And it's such a it's such a great skill to be able to have. And, you know, I've, I've got a little girl who's, you know, she's, two tomorrow flipping out she's two tomorrow oh, nice. um and uh, i i can't wait for for her to kind of get into something and i'm going to be showing her your tiktok stuff a hundred percent can't oh, wait cool. yeah. that, makes, that makes me really happy that's that's great it, oh, it's mate, a really pleasure. it's a really amazing skill isn't it the piano as well because what i found just from learning it and when i say learning it honestly i'm not very good um but so i i'd normally play bass and i can play a bit of guitar um and I wish I'd done it the other way around because I think piano is quite a transferable skill. Like my my bass playing has 
has has escalated quite a lot since from just playing piano about you know thinking about where I could go and what you know what kind of different scale I could be in and it's it's such a like like I like I said such a transferable skill to be able to learn it and yeah I have deep regrets of not nailing it sooner yeah I think with the with the guitar I was I heard someone say this a while ago so I'm not going to take credit for it but I just really like this comparison uh, the guitar is just like six pianos all stacked on top of each other. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's it. so true. Which it kind of yeah, is. And nice. then uh, bass, bass obviously just uh, four or like, you know, more if you're a, if you're a jazz boy and you got your like, five or six <laughs> string bass. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like I think, I think with bass guitar, it's, it's, I, I made, I made this video on YouTube a wee while ago, right? Uh, like I, used, I used to do a lot of YouTube um, and then not so much recently. So it's, sort of uh i've exchanged it in for the short form content on tiktok but yeah, yeah. i did this thing on youtube where i was i was looking at bass as an instrument and how how it can be compared to like the bass that a, a pianist or a keyboard player would play and mm. i don't know i got in a some people didn't really like it because <laughs> i was kind of saying like if you think about it the way a keyboard player plays uh the bass on their left hand it's always an extension of what's happening on the right hand so they're they're always thinking about the the baseline as uh, in that harmonic context yeah right so yeah, if so, so if you're playing a if i'm playing a c major chord in my right if, if we want to get like a teeny teeny bit technical if i'm playing a c major chord <laughs> then i play an e on my left hand then i'm not thinking about that as like any kind of e chord i'm thinking about yeah. it as a c major with an e on the bass whereas yeah. i think for a lot of bass players they'll think about that as like an e yeah yeah it's so true it's um yeah kind of the 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 guitar is or the bass guitar is is so much more rhythmical isn't it Whereas yeah yeah not and, so much more melodic but, I guess. yeah and then on i think on on the flip side as well though, you've got like bass guitarists have that um have that ability to to riff down yeah. the, down there in the, in the the bottom frequencies where a lot of piano players really don't like moving their left hand that much <laughs> and they're, they're, they're finding the little solos with the right hand and then they get freaked out with the left hand so i think there's there's <laughs> there are a lot of benefits for um for both parties doing uh, doing each each other's instruments yeah for sure what's um what's really interesting about that is um did you notice how quiet fits went yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder whether I get called up on that. So um, I have, during the course of this podcast, Sam, I have, um, I think it's fair to say I've not covered myself in musical glory with some of my knowledge. Um, I am <laughs> I am getting there. Um, and when it came to kind of r- the rhythmic and melodic conversation, I was like, cool, heard, heard both those words. Definitely, definitely heard both those words. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much learning the ropes, you know. I, uh, the other day, played my first ever bit of music of any kind um which was the aforementioned ode to joy um and and it was it was an absolute literally it was an absolute joy it was really really weird how how much (laughs) i loved it um i was i was going to ask actually because you mentioned about having a youtube channel before yeah um how this is a really weird kind of geeky question perhaps but um how do you film your stuff is it primarily kind of using your phone well um before i had this like dodgy little camcorder that I was uh, that I was using to do some of the YouTube stuff. Now on on TikTok, it's just the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. Well, I've got this. Uh, I use well. Sometimes, sometimes I'll just do it like natively on the TikTok app, and then sometimes I've got this app on my phone called Filmic Pro. Oh yeah, we've uh, heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's really good. Like you can uh, you can film in like a log setting. So uh, I'll sometimes if I want like a nice kind of color correction on it, I'll sort of I'll do that, then put it into Final Cut on the laptop and like edit it there and make it look nice and pretty because i think i think the tiktok algorithm really likes it when everything's well lit and colored so i think it kind of pushes out your content a bit more when it's it's all bright and colorful i was just gonna say that's another kind of i guess another element of what you've done it's it's not just the brilliant videos that you produce which clearly are, are fantastic but it's that promotion as well so the fact that you've kind of i guess been thinking about the algorithms of, of tiktok and things do you it, i guess is that a conscious decision are you kind of trying oh, yeah. to get yeah, as big man. an audience as you can yeah 100 100 it's it's like I, I love um i love sharing the the, the content that I'm, that I'm sharing because like you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't passionate about it. But uh, you know, a huge, huge part of it is the, the the thrill of growing an audience and the the enjoyment of of building that, and then trying to like 
uh, like figure out on a daily basis little quirks of the algorithm it's a so from that perspective yeah it's kind of a bit of a game like it's it's really fun trying to trying to solve this puzzle uh yeah Yeah, I, i really really enjoy that I've never heard, I've never heard it sorry Sam I know you're I know you've got a question ready but I've never kind of thought about it as as a puzzle to to solve that's a really interesting way of uh, of approaching it and of course you know the the element of being able to solve it is clearly what you're doing and and getting seen by more people which is brilliant Yeah well I I um I did I did this video the other day uh and it was a it's a good example of that actually so I realized the like a, a huge factor in your video being successful on the, like whether it's going to be pushed out to people on the For You page is uh, whether or not it's shareable content. So it's not just like the number of followers you have or um, the or even like the average watch time, but like whether people are sharing the content to people, to other people on the app. So uh, I made this, I made All this right. video where it's like, if you can, like I played something backwards uh, and then, okay. and then said to people, right. So if you reverse this, then you'll be able to figure out what song it is I'm playing. So then I, I kind of played it backwards, but then the only way to reverse it is to save the video, which, uh, ca- nice. which, which, which counts in the app as a share. So it was just a little bit of an experiment, but I, I did that. And then that racked up like a hundred thousand views. And wow. wow. Yeah. And like, that was like 24 hours pretty much. Mate, you've got this nailed by the sounds of it. That's so cool. <laughs> Are you, um, so like, it does sound like it takes up a lot of time. Is it, you know, do you think TikTok's a place where you can get paid enough so it will become like a, a job? Well, do you know what? I didn't think so. I didn't think so at first. And now it's, you know, as it's growing, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe because there are people who are actually making, like, cr- like I don't know if you've heard about some of the people making crazy money off of it. No, I uh, haven't. It's, I've, looked, I, what, I've never looked into TikTok kind of like salaries, if you like. No, well, um, you know, I've, I've kind of had a little, little browse into it, as, you, as mm. you can, as you can imagine. But it's like, I think once you get up to the sort of hundred thousand followers range uh brands start to take an interest so there's i I don't think with the live streaming there's a huge possibility to to make a lot of money that's the only way to make money like from tiktok natively yeah on the on the live streams but uh, i don't know to me that it does feel a little bit dodgy but there's there's like um you know Instagram influencers you know there are there are people on there who've built up a real following who are able to and I mean I'm so I'm 34 years old so I'm a little bit kind of I'm still obviously cool obviously don't need yeah, to say obviously. that obviously. um thanks Sam um but <laughs> what's interesting <laughs> is that the Sam that I've never met before was like obviously and the one that I know and in fact have done a podcast with for quite a long time is like eh, really um <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I guess the fact that Instagram influencers, there are people out there who are earning six-figure salaries from yeah. it. So, you know, I, I guess what what an amazing way to be able to make a living, you know? Yeah, well, I think at the moment, TikTok's just sort of like taken off in that direction. So whether that continues or not, like, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I'm not a, like, yeah, I'm really not like a social media like expert or anything like that. But I don't know, it's... um. Certainly in the early days of Instagram, it was, it was very much the same, where people were like, this isn't going to last, it's not going to take off. And then it was like Facebook before that, people were like, it's just a fad. And then it's, you know, been around for <laughs> like, what, like well over a decade. Yeah, yeah, of course. So do, I, do you mind I, if, oh, sorry, on you go. No, I, I, I was just going to ask, do you mind if I ask how old you are, Sam? Yeah, I'm 24. 24, cool. So, so you've kind of... Um, I guess the the internet, for want of a better phrase, you know, that that digital world has been part of your life, kind of almost as long as piano, potentially by the sounds of it. So, um, do you do you find it quite easy to play that puzzle that you do with the social media? Is it all kind of quite? I guess you mentioned experimenting. It, I guess I guess you must enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I to be honest, the the sort of experimentation that's that's pretty new, and I think. I think it's probably just because TikTok's such a such a young platform. Yeah. So Instagram, for example, you don't get the reach on Instagram. Uh, so e- like, not even all your followers will see your posts on Instagram. Um, whereas on TikTok, it's it's got a huge user base, but brands are only just starting to get involved. So they're only just now starting to sort of tailor what they're going to show people. So right. there's, there's there's still a huge a huge uh, market to get your content to to people who have never seen it before 
So I, I heard this. I heard this crazy statistic. I'm not sure if it's true or not. Uh, so, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> so so it's like, uh, I heard that it was like it's like one one in fifteen posts goes viral. Wow, that's, that's mad. But then I don't know. It's like it's I don't know what, what does viral even mean. I don't know. It's, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's a tough one. You know, if if one person sees it over in the states, then does that does that constitute as viral? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I don't know, but I. Yeah, I think it's certainly a really it's a really young platform and there's 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 a load of potential there. A load of potential. TikTok only started in November. So what do you do musically other than TikTok? Uh well I I started writing writing a lot of music, which I really I released a single in, in March. But then other yeah. than that other than that it's the uh I'm in a corporate band, so I play like do weddings and corporate events and that kind of stuff. Which, yeah. which is actually like, well, I mean, I I usually have a have a fair dislike of that work because <laughs> you know you just <laughs> just kind of turn up at some dodgy wedding and then play Sweet Home Alabama and go home. But, <laughs> uh, Sounds but right, know, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? Now, right this very moment, I would give anything to yeah. be at some dodgy wedding playing Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Cause, oh, yeah, of course, so, yeah. Mate. Yeah, I totally agree. My band, we've got a kind of running joke that, um, that a few of us used to be in kind of like covers bands and stuff. And we always say like, oh, you know what, one of these days we're going to play Mustang Sally, um, you know, yeah. just for the fun of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting because you can get a lot of fun out of doing covers. Um, and, you know, especially if you're doing weddings and stuff, you can put your own kind of swing on them and things like yeah. that, can't you? Yeah, well, I think I think you've got to after a while. It's the only way to survive it because you've... Um... Because you'll just end up like turning up, like doing like two gigs, two gigs every week, and then you just play the same songs and go home, and it's mm. it's pretty soul destroying. It also means you can't yeah. listen to those songs ever. <laughs> like, yeah, if, I, yeah. if I'm in the car with my girlfriend, and then a song comes on, I'll you know, and it's like locked out of heaven. I'll just be like, no, no, skip it, skip it, skip it. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But then the same thing happens with kind of originals bands. So like my friends will have like, just because they're trying to get our listenership up, um, we'll have our, like my band's stuff on, on their playlists and then they'll try and put it on. It's just like, no, please don't. You're going to hear my weird harmonies and it's just not right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I th- that's definitely the case, isn't it? Like you'll, whenever you do anything original, like, you always hear like the little imperfections in it and then nobody yeah. else notices a thing. Yeah, everybody will say it's great and you'll be like, mm, but have you heard the snare snap uh, like <laughs> two minutes in? Like, <laughs> you, you mentioned um, the kind of corporate gigs. So uh, you the reason I mentioned it, Sam, is because you said something brilliant, which is soul destroying. Um, so the, <laughs> the, the comedian's corporate gig is equally soul destroying. But yeah. likewise, I would give my right arm at the minute to do a, a, a corporate for sure. And uh, I think from a from a musician's point of view f- again this is going to sound probably really naive so please forgive me but the thing i've always thought about music is that to an extent you can kind of have it on in the background how how do you feel about that because obviously you you, you if you're doing covers i guess that's not a problem you don't mind but you wouldn't want that kind of thing for your own stuff i i would guess uh, i think i don't know i i really don't know i, I think certainly with the corporate stuff it's when I started doing it, like the, the corporate stuff and the weddings, actually, I I was really nervous. Like my first, I remember my first couple of weddings, I was freaking out. So I was like, oh, everybody's going to notice all my mistakes. And then eventually you're, you just realize that people really don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you're, when you're even, even if you're doing a first dance or something, I mean, obviously like the first dance has to be good, but yeah. not to, to an extent, like people are just watching the couple. And, uh, yeah. you know, if you, you just play play the song well. You don't have to. If you make a like a little teeny tiny error, it's really not the end of the world. Uh, so I don't know. Certainly in that context, I've I've relaxed a lot over the years of doing corporate and weddings. But I I don't know. I think with my own stuff, and yeah, yeah. There's there is that kind of insecurity about it where where I feel like I want people to listen to it, like. Like and I want them to pay attention to it and to hear all the little nuances that I hear. But it's sort of just like the mistakes uh, that we're talking about there. Where it's yeah, like yeah. I, I notice all of those like like good things. And I'm super proud of these certain moments. And then other people are just kind of like, yeah, that's pretty good. 
it, it would be so weird now you said it it would be so weird to be playing someone's first dance and you're kind of like just doing your thing looking at the couple and then you turn your head and someone's just there staring at you like <laughs> ignoring the couple entirely <laughs> yeah it's just like like a little magnifying glass on my fingers yeah exactly <laughs> oh you missed a beat there that's how they speak <laughs> And as well, you know, especially when you're doing your first few gigs and you're playing, you know, that that one song for the first or second time, it's just like you kind of get to, you might have to get to a point where you're doing a solo and you're just like, mm, I'm going to keep this one simple just in case. <laughs> like, let's do nothing fancy because if I hit a bum note, they're all going to hear it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think no, no, when I'm, well, I'm saying no when I do like these weddings and corporate gigs, I haven't done one in a while. But uh, <laughs> yeah, more, more recently when I've been doing the, those types of gigs, it's it's more of an opportunity to experiment and to try out some some new stuff on the piano so mm. it's actually gone the complete other direction where i'm willing to take more risks in that setting because it's not really that high stakes in comparison mm. to some other gigs where like if it was an originals thing where i like i don't know it's you know where, where you are the center of attention yeah you know, yeah it's, yeah, yeah. It, it, the the original stuff is it's really interesting because like we've had so my band day blueprint we're like a blues rock band and we um we we are we are originals we do a couple of covers but i i've started to find now we've been together for a, nearly three years um that when you're kind of you're going for it and if you're just up there having fun and you know what if you just forget the fact like oh screw it if i hit a wrong note we'll just call it jazz and like <laughs> it's like it it you 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 have a better time and i think the audience appreciate that more like if you're moving about and kind of you're just you know interacting with everybody i think they enjoy that more and care less if you hit a bum note than yeah. if you're stood there kind of just thinking right let's get this perfect and then hit a bum note you know <laughs> yeah 100 percent. it's it's the it's the the attitude you have on the stage is mm. i think i think in in some set depending on the music you're playing it's actually more important than the uh, like the skill that you're displaying through your instrument 100%. No, I've I've seen some I know I know I know some bands where it's like they're really not like the most skilled musicians, but their their patter's amazing and they've they've just yeah. got got great chat on stage, they've got a, a brilliant vibe about them and they're just really enjoying themselves. The audience see that and then I think I think it's a little kind of almost a bit of a psychological trick where the audience see the musicians enjoying themselves. So the audience are like, "Ah, they must be doing something right." <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they must they must be good. That's yeah, that's one yeah. of the first lessons I was um, given when I started comedy was if you're enjoying yourself, the audience will enjoy yourself. Whereas if you go on stage and you're clearly like really nervous to be there and you're worried or whatever, then the audience will pick up on that straight away. So um, yeah, it's fascinating that that's, oh, that's exactly cool. the same. I'm a yeah. I'm all. I'm always like. I never really understand how stand-ups can just do that job. Like that, it just sounds so terrifying. Like you get up on a stage and then you just. <laughs> on your own and then it's not like you've got a got an instrument to uh to kind of express yourself through you're just kind of like talking and like aiming for laughs i'll do you know what i think the comedian corporate gig that you mentioned earlier on that's going to be the roughest is that not just it's um like- yeah i've done i've not done millions of them you know but i've done a few and some of them are just horrendous like for the the, i guess the first one was the worst one for me so i did i don't think i've told this story on the pod either but um so i did one for a football club and it was their end of season awards and i love football i've loved football all my life and so i was like brilliant well this this would be a doddle and so i i found out a little bit about the team i found out about like who was the who was a dickhead in the team who was the (laughs) joker who was all this and um my plan was to use that stuff because ultimately that's what they want. You know, they want stuff about them. They're not really that bothered about jokes. Mm. I was booked for an hour and I did five minutes of like my stuff. And when I say it got nothing, I mean, it literally got nothing. So (laughs) my, my first joke, which is, you know, designed to be one of my best to make sure that they laugh, nothing. I was like, Oh good. Okay. Well that's, that's, that's bad. Uh, and I, I did five minutes of that, gave up, used all my stuff that I had about them, which is mm-hmm. about 10 minutes. They loved that. Then ran out of that stuff. And I was like, I got 45 minutes left. Shit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I plodded on for about another 10 minutes or so. And I just, I literally just went, I think I should probably go, shouldn't I? And a couple of the lads just went, yep. Yeah, what I mate? Off your pop. And I was like, Oh, oh God. no. Yeah, it was um, it was a soul destroyer. I must admit. So, 
what you might not know, Sam, is that part of this podcast is the fact that uh, we're going to do a live show in just under a year now. Oh, nice. All, all being well. Part, all being well. Part mm-hmm. of that is that I'm going to do my first ever comedy set and Fitz is going to do his first ever kind of musical gig um, <laughs> of cool. an instrument of his choice. Um, and that story from Fitz has just terrified me. Um, so, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Fitz, for that one. You're um, welcome, mate. We're not going to throw you in at the corporates, don't worry, because there are other the other end of the spectrum is lovely. You know, I do like a sporting dinner every year or not this year, but um, and it's flipping lovely. So, yeah, you're right to be a little bit terrified, but uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How, how long have you been gigging, Sam? Uh, man, how long have I been gigging? I, I suppose in like overall my like my, my first ever gig like in high school uh it was a battle of the bands amazing in, yeah in paisley town hall <laughs> <laughs> it was great uh yeah that was that was that was good actually i enjoyed that one um yeah i suppose that was that was when i was like maybe maybe 16 something like that but so yeah in in, in a sort of uh like contemporary capacity i've been gigging like that in bands since i was that age but I suppose I, I did a lot of piano stuff when I was younger, like classical stuff. But I don't know, it's not really gigs, is it? <laughs> like playing it's still perform It's still performing though, isn't it? And 100% performance. Yeah, and that, yeah. That... Oh, sorry, there you go. No, no, please, after you. All right, okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I used to do like uh, piano competitions and things like that when I was a kid. Uh, a lot with, with my brother, actually. So we would, uh, we would we'd do duets and stuff in uh, little piano competitions. Amazing. And so you you do corporates and things with your current band. Mm. Do you do you do any other work? Do you do like session work or anything like that? Because uh, you like you, your stuff on TikTok. Some of your videos, you're like, well, I'm just gonna pick a random song and play it by ear, and that is insane. First of all, congratulations on having that talent. Um, oh, thank you. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that to me just screams that you'd be able to just turn up at a gig and 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 go. Yeah. Well, um, I've done. I've done some session stuff, but not not a huge, huge amount actually. Um, one of my one of one of my favorite things, like, do you know what? Like, I said I was really nervous when I started doing the weddings and the corporates and everything, but uh, it really has just completely flipped in its head because now one of my favorite things would be kind of not really knowing a song. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's I don't know. It sounds weird, but it's just you know. Just, just kind yeah, of get off when, on it. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. When um, when we write a new song and we've like played it through once and then we're going to go to a gig and we're like, hey, let's try that new song. I like, don't get me wrong. I'm shitting myself at the thought like, well, this is going to go terribly. But yeah. it always makes you feel brilliant whilst you're playing it. Like, yeah, and the, yeah. the feeling you get when you finish that song and you've nailed it. It's just, there isn't yeah. anything comparable to it. I think I well I I've worked on my like, relative pitch for for a long time. So when so if, if it's a, if I'm like depping with a band and I'm uh, yeah as, as people I haven't played with before and they're doing a song that I've heard but haven't played before um, and I don't I don't really know like the chords and haven't like haven't like played it at all and um, that's really fun because then I kind of just like figure it out on the spot and then try and do that. That's that's really fun because then there's the pressure of an audience watching. <laughs> So I don't cool. know. I, well, I, I don't know. Like some, sometimes you'll, sometimes you'll mess it up. But then, like I say, it just, it doesn't, doesn't really matter that much. People don't care. Yeah. And then <laughs> I think... also, if you're having a good time while you're doing it, like people really don't care. There you go. Exactly that. Exactly. And you know, if if you you mentioned earlier that um, you've had you've know some musicians who perhaps aren't the most technically gifted, but the audience love hearing from them. They love. They've got a bit of patter. They've got a bit of chat. And and that's that's what it's all about, really. You know. And I think oh, generally yeah. generally speaking, people are there, wherever it might be, even if it's a corporate. You know, they're there to try and have a good time. And yeah, I think you've just got to relax with it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So what? What are your um like your big kind of artistic I- inspirations as such? Like who who do you kind of go to and who keeps you motivated to keep playing? Mm, that's a that's a good question. I think uh, I please think... don't say Billy Joel. Please don't say <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> he can say Billy um, Joel if he wants, um, mate. No, I'm, I'm, I do I do a lot of the live streams on TikTok. I've had I've had too many piano man requests. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm so sick of it, but. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, th- I think probably for contemporary, like songwriters, yeah, I, I really, I really like a lot of Charlie Puth stuff. 
Um, nice. He's, he's, he's a really good songwriter. Uh, I, do you know what? I really like that new Dua Lipa album. She's, she's a, done a lot, a lot of cool stuff for pop. I like the direction that music's kind of going. We're getting pretty funky now. A lot of the, yeah. uh, a, lot, a lot of really funky bass lines coming in. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's kind of we've almost they're starting to almost get like a bit of a almost like a Motowny kind of vibe to yeah. them, haven't they? They're kind of getting that back. Mm. Um, and I, I personally, I thank Bruno Mars for the entire pop industry at the moment. I think that he's done wonders for it. Yeah, well, I was that was that was my next one. That was my next one. The like twenty four karat magic album is like possibly one of the best albums of the century, in my opinion, so far. Yeah, it's just I totally agree. it's so good. Like the production's unreal, and then it's uh you know, it, it has that like that perfect balance of like being nostalgic for all those kind of like big like 80s synths, but it's it, it still sounds like modern R&B pop. Yeah, like, so, it's, um, it's so cool. I uh, w- when we did a comedy episode a little while ago, I set Sam some homework to go and watch some stand up, um, some specific stand up. My homework now, I must admit, I don't think I've heard that Bruno Mars album, and oh, um, I I loved your song, which we're going to come on to in a minute. So if you're saying that that's one of the best albums of the century so far, pff, mate, that is being downloaded as we goddamn speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really, it really is so good. It's unbelievable. Mm. So I I had a um. <laughs> My thinking about Bruno Mars because some of his songs are are amazing. You know, I love. I'm I've always liked singer songwriters, and I think that you know, Grenade is is an absolute tune. There's there's loads of them. And <laughs> why are you laughing, mate? I am I'm cool. All right. I just love that you've gone. You know what? I love Bruno Mars. I'm gone to when did that come out? Like maybe the late noughties. Like, <laughs> mate, I. I am struggling to think of any other Bruno Mars songs. Right, so shut up. Um, <laughs> but but I think that he kind of has a bit of a Michael Jackson style in in the in the musical sense. <laughs> he's got a, he's he's quite kind of similar to Michael Jackson. Is that is that a legitimate statement? Would well, yeah, he be offended? No, I, well I think he actually used to be a Michael Jackson impersonator. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, when he was when he was younger, which is uh, quite cool, but. Um, yeah, it's definitely got that Michael Jackson vibe. There's a um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a sort of lineage there, isn't there? Like you get the sort of um, that like what's that? What's that genre of music? Ah, can't remember. There's a there's a specific genre of music, like sort of subgenre in the eighties. I can't quite remember, but um, yeah, yeah, you get that Michael Jackson sound, and then you kind of follow the lineage um, all the way through to like Bruno Mars and that kind of like yeah. Hopefully that's a reasonable answer. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. To say to say that Fitz, I'm a little bit proud of you would be a massive understatement. That was possibly your greatest moment on this podcast. Was um, it? To, to, to draw that link. Yeah, I'm really happy with you on that one. Oh, wow. um, congratulations on your musical journey. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks. You're done. Your gig's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, inter- I'm interested in the show that you guys are doing. What's the, uh, what's the story there? mate so it's it's going to be a lot of fun for sure so it was episode one basically we were chatting and we the premise of the pod at that point was that a comedian would meet a musician and we would have a chat about what's going on in the comedy and music world and and just try and learn a little bit more about it and then on the pod we were like well there's an idea why don't we why don't we do a live gig in a year um and we'll have hopefully some guests on who are actually good at the thing that you know they do so we'll have some proper musicians on and possibly some proper comedians as well no offense to either of us sam um and (laughs) and we'll try our um yeah we'll try our own thing so um i i can't wait for it you know i've got a long way to go until i'm ready to to perform but but it's something it's one off the bucket list for me to be honest ask you what what are you going to be performing on is it like are you going to do piano or guitar um so i mean i so i've got quite a busy life um and i work work, i'm working from home at the minute i've got a little girl i've got another little girl on the way i've got two dogs and so i on sunday i did the most music i've done in my entire life and i spent about an hour on a keyboard and then about an hour on a guitar and and i loved them both and the keyboard was brilliant and i really really loved it but i've always 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 had this kind of dream to to sit there and play a guitar so I think because I'm going to have to choose my time quite carefully, yeah. um, I think I'm going to go for the guitar. Yeah, well, and... you know, that's, that's it. The kids want to shred. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, we will record it, and I'll. Um, if you're obviously invited, if you can be bothered to travel down to what will probably be Devon, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I will. I'll send you the video of it, and you can you can let me know whether you think I've I've shredded. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would. I'd, I'd love to see that. Yeah, man, for, for sure. sure. Well, the the podcast will certainly that that show will definitely do like a live episode of the podcast. So, um, mm. you know, you'll definitely be able to watch it there for sure um wicked so just to kind of close up today sam i wanted to um shout out your that your track that you've got on your single um that's kind of everywhere the first thing i wanted to shout out was the artwork on it that is stunning did you do that no no i didn't that was a um it was a graphic designer uh who i hired in the states that's so it's such a nice piece isn't it it's really really cool i've done a really Um, good job yeah it was this this, um this girl called uh, bailey zindel Bailey Zindel. Bailey Zindel, nice. who did it. It's lovely, isn't it? She's, uh, yeah, it I've, really is. I've got this other single I'm working on now, which will hopefully, hopefully be out in June at some point, and she's also done the artwork for that. Amazing. But So talk to me about the, the, the single that's out at the moment. Is that Was that like a kind of a love from lockdown, or where did that come from? No, I actually wrote that ages ago. I wrote that in, I think I wrote that in the tail end of 2018, Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So it was a long time ago, uh, and it started out as just just a guitar. So it was just a just guitar and vocal, and then I, you know, it's that sort of guitar that you hear at the start, the dum ba bum dum ba bum that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I just kind of like elaborated that, and then got some big synths in there, did a bunch of harmonies, and uh, built up the production. It's it's such an amazing and and well put together track. I I absolutely love it. Um. And I think Fitz was bang on earlier when he says those inspirations that you spoke about, you can actually, you can hear them in the track, which I think comes across really nicely. Oh, good. Um, well, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. <laughs> Mate, I, I will. I, I've, um, as you know, not the most musical knowledge in the world, but I've, I've listened to it several times. It is an absolute banger, mate. Just from, from start to finish, I absolutely loved it. And, um, you know, I, I think absolute hats off to you to, to A, have the skills to be able to, to do that is brilliant, but to, to have your shit together, you know, to, to be at that point. And, <laughs> and I've, I've followed you on Twitter as well. And one of the posts I saw, which, which was brilliant was, have you ever decided to build your website on WordPress instead of one of the countless user-friendly alternatives? Cause you wanted to be a big boy. I love trademark and control tiny details. We don't know anything about web designing or coding. Yes, I have. Um, and, and your website is amazing. Fair play to you, man. It's really it cool. Was, it was a, yep, it was a real undertaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've kind of blocked it out of my mind for, uh, for yeah, I, I haven't thought about it in a while. I just spent a, a really unbelievable amount of time sitting in this chair that I'm in right now, uh, <laughs> like just hitting buttons on the laptop trying to get this thing together but uh, uh yeah it, it worked out in the end it looks pretty good i think it, uh, it still needs a little bit of tweaking but it's yeah not bad for my first my first uh big boy website as i said yeah man <laughs> for it's, sure it's brilliant so where could um those people find your music because first of all it's 100 my track of the summer now um oh man it's, that's so, cool. yeah, that's it's, so it's, cool to hear it's 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 on it's like it's it's already added to my kind of my barbecue playlists and everything so it's um yeah for sure i'm loving it so where could the uh listeners uh find it yeah so if uh, well it's on every music platform spotify apple music uh one of the if you're using one of the other ones then well that's firstly kind of that's weird. I don't know anybody else that uses something other than Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. But um, yeah, if you're on one of those, uh, or like Spotify or Apple Music, you can search up Sam Cracknell uh, or the title of the track "Time of My Life," uh, mm-hmm. and then it should be reasonably near the top. Yeah, and I I, I do recommend that everybody um, who's listening does to kind of go and do that because it is it's such a tune. You you'll love it. You really will. Um, but. I, Sam, honestly, like I can't thank you enough for this. When I thought um, I'd, I'd ping a message over on Insta, I never actually dreamed that it would happen. Um, I am a massive fan, and I was just before we went live, I was saying to Fitz, "I'm I'm nervous. I'm fangirling at this point. Like <laughs> I've watched so many, I've watched so many of your TikToks now that I'm just like, he's he can't be a real person, surely. Like you don't meet these people. Um, but it's been an absolute uh, honor." to kind of have you on the show oh, so well, thank that's, you that's, that's so nice for you to say it's been an absolute pleasure for me as well guys 
Thanks ever so much, Wicked. mate. Could I um could I very quickly just before before you go, a echoing what Sam said. Thank you so much. You're an absolute legend. Really nice to talk to you. Um, and we we'll give you a shout out um when we kind of get the episode out there. But so I'm going to be doing my kind of first musical gig. Do you have any tips for for someone who's at the very start of their musical journey? Um, let me think. Let me think. About <laughs> not, not to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, well, 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 let me think. Uh, if you yeah, all right. Just take your take your time. Well, okay, practice, mm. practice. But um, I think I think people people don't understand like the like the nature of like like understanding music. It's not like you're on a stage and then you're thinking about everything that you're doing. It's more like you got to kind of integrate the knowledge. So if you're practicing something on the guitar, try doing something else while you're practicing it. So if you're watching TV, just uh, just sit there with your guitar and try. Uh, Try playing like whatever riff it is you're trying to do. Uh, oh, listen to that wee vocal thing. Uh, tr- whatever riff it is you're trying to do, and then uh, try and build a bit of muscle memory for it, and cool. then learn learn it that way. Nice, good. That's tip. really that that's a really, really good, good tip. tip. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, yeah, nice no one. worries. Thank thank you very much, Sam. Honestly. Mate, keep keep up the good work, mate. We're, we're yeah, we're we're big um big fans of your work, and you're friend of the pod now. And uh, yeah, we wish you oh. all the very best for sure. Oh, thank you very much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Samuel, Samuel, Samuel Cracknell. And he was a really bloody good guest. <laughs> he really was. I tried my hardest, my hardest not to f- completely fangirl at him. Um, but it got to the end of the episode and I kind of couldn't hold it back. <laughs> yeah, you. I would say it didn't feel like you tried that hard to not fangirl. <laughs> well, I, I, now I'm going to give it to myself because I went for about 35 minutes, 40 minutes of, of not. And then kind of couldn't contain it at the end. Um, so. I, su- I suppose it, it was it was harder for you as well because you've been kind of following along with his lessons, right? You've been um, obviously learning through him. And so you've kind of formed a little bit of a bond with him, I guess. I've I've learned. Uh, yeah, I've gained a bond with uh, the video version of Sam Cracknell. And then just having that chat with him just kind of reinforced that bond. Uh, nice. I think. <laughs> Good. Well, it's yeah, it, you know, it's the equivalent of of us inviting a, a comic who's taught me an awful lot, um, etc. Et so I can I I think fangirling is is justifiable, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you very much. But yeah, it was really really good fun. Um, I think Sam he's got a lot to offer, and I think he's just you know, he he's just touching the surface on, on kind of what he's doing, and I really really hope that this platform for him continues to grow, um, mm-hmm. not just from a, like a TikTok and social media point of view, but from like a an everything point of view because he is a phenomenal musician and he really really needs to you know have that platform to be able to take it that next step further and let his music kind of take over in, in you know with his releases and i think quite kind of worldwide you know for someone who's so young really you know is he 24 he said i think 24 24 yeah. mate what i wouldn't do to be 24 again um but but yeah, he's, he's got his head screwed on. He's clearly an ambitious guy. And like I said, he's the perfect mix of being ambitious, but also talented and generous, you know, because it is generous to share your your skill with others. And I I really enjoyed the chat. Uh, I really enjoy his song. So uh, shout out again. Do go and listen to that uh, time of your life, time of my life, I should say. Um and yeah thank you well thank you mr turner for for being in touch with him and organizing it because what a lovely guest absolute pleasure no it was it was really really nice and um you know i i just got a massive thank you to say to sam because he you know not only is he bettering my piano playing but now he's kind of as you said at the beginning of the episode he's inspired me to continue it yeah damn straight and he's inspired me to although albeit a different instrument you know it's the one that i want to play and it's the one i want to learn and it, he has genuinely inspired me as well so what um yeah can't say can't say fairer than that for the lad so thank you for sure. uh, mr cracknell you're a legend yeah we wish you the best of luck and uh we mm. truly hope that everything goes well we do and um you know we're always here so um we would love to perhaps in a few years time get sam back um we will perhaps perhaps things would be so good that we could do a gig together maybe you'll become the next kevin bridges um and i'll become the next uh 
famous guitarist. And Wait, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop you there. Out of all the comedians, why do you go to Kevin Bridges? Because he's Scottish, and I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> so if if you're going to be a Sc- if you're inspired by Scott, you'll be Kevin Bridges, and I'll be uh, Paolo Nutini. There you go. <clears throat> so Brilliant. Thanks, actually, mate. that's a song I'd like to learn, but that's that's for another pod. Um, so, mate, how can people get in touch with us if they want to uh, get in touch before we close out with uh, pointing everyone in the direction of Sam? They can get in touch with us at commusicianpod at gmail.com or on the socials at commusicianpod. Um, but more importantly, seeing as we're doing these episodes while we're in lockdown, uh, they need to get in touch with Sam Cracknell. Um, you know, mm. if they're already if they're at the outro, they're in touch with us. Um, get in touch with Sam. Go download his song. Go follow him on the socials and kind of just share and love what he's doing. So get in touch with him. Uh, he's Crack Sam Nell everywhere. Um, so just go find it, follow it, and love it. Very nicely put, mate. Very nicely put. Well, I think I think that calls it uh, calls it a pod. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Really nice to see you again, and uh, really excited for what we've got coming up. We've got some great guests coming up in future episodes that we have yeah we will see you all next week everybody love you bye au revoir love you bye bye thank you for listening to Com Musician Pod intro music was Gangster Life by Dirty Blueprint this podcast was brought to you by Fitz and Sam see you next week <laughs>